Hey boy. Hey boy. Why do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I I swear it's from something. Yeah. Is it though? I don't know. But you can't confirm. I can't. I can't really say. <laughs> Guys, we're back. We're back. You know what we have to do? What? We have to shout out Ollie's oh my girlfriend. God, wait, let me whip out the email. Guys, we I got an email. We <laughs> actually received listener engagement. But Ollie, our friend Alejandro, reached out and he said to... He said he was in Mexico studying abroad and he'd been listening, which wow. is nice. Um, he recommended some stuff, and then he said da, 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 to shout out his girlfriend, Aureli Baltazar Pezos. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry if I butchered you. your name. Yeah. But I, I, it appears that she's also a listener, which is so nice. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You guys, we're famous. <laughs> we, we really genuinely appreciate you. No, seriously. Listening and to us and writing us in. No, seriously. And this year, our goal is like... like really to grow this like we're gonna start doing patreon stuff we got the tiktok going like this is the year for this podcast mm-hmm. so we're trying to pop off you know yeah so we really appreciate any every listener every message every comment every like on a post everything we love it guys so thank you <gasps> okay to viewers like you <laughs> wait what is the pbs thing it's like to viewers like you is that it yeah oh. to listeners like oh yeah Ali to listeners Aureli. yay <laughs> Okay, what's new, buddy? Oh my gosh. Got, well, first we should mention that we are recording in our own home. I know. So, this trial and this sucks yeah. audio-wise. We're going to figure it out. But anyway, we're in our humble abode. And yeah, you guys will get video cozy. content soon. You'll be able to see yes. it. Oh my god, it's terrifying. So, happy 2024. Dude, it's crazy. Today I was like, damn, it really be it really do be 2024. And you know what? I love even numbers. I- Wait, were you saying that on I think maybe New I Year's told Eve? you that. Okay, yeah, yeah we were drunk. But. Like, for me, yeah, we were very, very drunk. But yeah. for me, I feel more comforted by an even number year than an odd number year. Me too. And like, I'm, an odd number year... I just never have yeah. fucked with odd numbers. One thing me about too. me, never have fucked with odd Who numbers. Who does fuck with odd numbers? Ew, like, you're you know, a psychopath. You know when people say their favorite number is three? I'm like, <sighs> okay, what's well, my wrong favorite number is two, though. See, I like two, too. Two. Okay, my one, I guess... Such a cute number. I do like seven, and that's odd. But seven is kind of cool. Like seven. Oh, fuck with seven. Eight is way cooler. Seven's like yeah. I like eight seven. Too. Seven thinks they're the shit, and, and eight's like eight, bro. Eight. <laughs> yeah, eight, eight is totally eight. Is the- eight, <laughs> eight, bro. <laughs> seven. Eight. Eight. <laughs> I can't believe we're discussing this. Eight is totally you. <laughs> okay, That's I do. So I do weird. have an affinity for both two and eight because my birthday is the twenty eighth. Oh, yes, makes sense. But um, yeah, generally odd. I usually like five. Like I, mean, I was always. Even- Five, like, in, like, lining up for, like, school and stuff for some reason. I was always, like, assigned five. Like, five. Five's cool. Five's cool. Yeah. 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 Sure. Okay, what are we talking about? What are we <laughs> what the, How are we fucking get here? I guess it doesn't matter today. We have, like, we're just doing our pop culture chit chat. Yes. Oh, if you guys didn't know by the title, this is our pop culture chit chat. Yes. But we're Very just chill. shooting the shit. So shooting chill. the shit. We'll catch up. We're going to reflect on our year, what we've been watching, what we've been listening to, everything. Let me just say, it's been a great year for pop culture. Oh, my God. I would say. And and even with the writer's strike. Like, they they came Mm -hmm. back swinging. 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 Because they were ready to get that shit out, Oh, my God. And they impressed me, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and they impressed me, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, guys. It's been a while since I've been in front of a microphone. (laughs) That is true. And I've just been talking to myself alone in this apartment for a month, so. 
Yeah, dude, me I'm too. To- <laughs> no, today when I was hyped, this is why I can never drink coffee. I'm like a fucking Coke addict. Yeah, because what did you do today? I went on a great coffee. run and I worked on. Oh yeah, tell me about your run. That's, what, tell me. That's what I was gonna tell you. Yes, Jill is running, guys. guys. I'm a runner now. I'm rubbing off I'm on her. I'm a runner. Yeah, you are because, and I understand because I was worried about. I've been running while I was at home on break in Missouri. Yeah, this bitch from Missouri. I was like, wait a minute. I I enjoy this. Yeah. Like I used to have such a bad relationship with running, and I used to hate on it because I did track when I was like in seventh grade for like three days mm-hmm. and I did fucking sprinting. Also, I felt a pressure because my brother, it was like a known long distance runner he's in high school. Star. He was literally a track star, yeah, but long he's distance. A runner, he's a track star. And my dad was also a running track star in high school. Oh so God. the long distance gene runs in the fam. Which is why you'd be a great runner though. Which is why I would, but I hated it because I did fucking sprints. Yeah. So now it's like, I'm trying to change my relationship to it and like take away the competitive element. No, that's really what, yeah. why like, when people turn to running is like they, it's, it's often that people have a really horrible relationship because of that or because of like an eating disorder thing or like mm-hmm. like how they viewed it but once you reframe your relationship with it you learn to love it, can it be and great. you get addicted you get addicted and i understand that yeah. because i i just took i'm not really competitive anyway so i i don't even really set goals for myself with it like i'm not even trying to yeah. reach a certain point i just run when i feel good when i want to stop i stop and i walk for a while then i start running again and that's been great for me. So I recommend Good. if anybody out there is wanting to try running again, do it with a new kind of mindset like yeah. that because yeah. it's really changed the way I've looked at it. And now I really enjoy it. Amazing. And today was the first time I did it here in Colorado. And I was like... Was it hard? I it thought it was okay. going to be hard, but I was fine. I ran because you're the, so used to... I think being, so. Like living here. Yeah. I, I think so because I thought I was going to be dying, but I actually ran more than I would back at home. Wow. People be shitting on the Midwest and the South for being flat and like not people don't think it's pretty. And let me just say, I will die on this hill. There are pretty things about it. Oh, every single state has yes, things. There are pretty things it. about yeah. it. But I will say this is probably my favorite running experience because I was like, you just can't beat the mountains. Oh my God. Colorado the is the mountains. And it was so this beautiful. gorgeous sunny day and I was running towards the mountains. I was around Harvard Gulch park. That's the one. And I was listening to the iron claw soundtrack. <laughs> no, I was listening to dream on and I was like, I am so fucking strong. <laughs> like, I felt so powerful listening it's to so that. It's so good. No, running really does make you feel powerful. And I felt really amazing after. Yeah. I felt amazing during and after, and I can't wait to do it again. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. I'm so happy I have, like, a, a new thing that I that I like doing exercise-wise. Amazing. <laughs> See, running, it's so fun. It's so good. And then it is. sometimes I listen to podcasts. I, I make fun playlists. Like, I have a million yes. running playlists. Like, I just so made a running playlist today. So many. Yay. <laughs> On the running note, I signed up for my second marathon yesterday. Wow! Steamboat. That's going to be beautiful. That's going to be beautiful. Because I ran in Denver. Like, I did the Colfax Marathon. Mm-hmm. And I, I done the half and the full, which is fun because you get to go, like, see all the Denver things. And then it's fun because I'll be, like, driving through part of Colfax. And I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, this is where I was running. Like, it's kind of yeah. um, And then I ran in Boulder. I did the Boulderthon. And that was obviously beautiful because Boulder, the oh, flatty, shit. but Steamboat's like in the mountains, oh my dude, God. like in there. That'll so I'm excited so for that. Nice. My family's going to take a little trip. We're all going to go up. <gasps> Two girls in different stages of their of, running of journey. Running. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, second marathon, let's go. I'm like, my mile. goals for a marathon are, are Big Sur one day mm-hmm. and New York Marathon. Damn. Yeah. So That's gorgeous that's cool because then you're knocking off uh you know places you want to visit at yeah, the same time exactly. i mean i've been to both. what a cool way to to like see an area i know seriously I mean, and seriously. it's like it's like running a marathon once you run a marathon oh my god you never go back it's an experience 
you just can never have that feeling. I'm sure. You probably feel like, like you're on week, top of the world. Oh, the week after my marathon, I was like, I, nothing could stop me. Yeah. I was at like, Aww. I was living on a high. You were on the runner's high. I was on the yeah. runner's high. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, what's going on with you and your life? Hmm. Not a lot. I'm um, trying to start a band. That's new. Yeah, that's big. I also started an int- Actually, a lot is new. I'm trying to start a band. A lot is, like, coming up. Like, this year's gonna be crazy. This year's gonna be fucking insane. Starting an internship, and I, like, really hope that it goes well and that I can get a job from it. Like, it's really cool. So that starts in, like, two weeks, and then y'all yeah, be starting marathon training next month. Mm-hmm. And just working and fucking trying to write more and mm-hmm. do the podcast more. Should we begin? I guess so. Let us begin. begin. You guys don't know the format of this. We're just, we broke down our pop culture roundup into movies, TV shows, books, music, and podcasts. And I also did a little looking forward to section. But yeah, and it's just kind of stuff that we've been into recently or like, even like we're going to talk like some of our favorite things from last year, that kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So just like, just shit Just an like. amalgamation. Yeah, what is current, what we're... What we what, consume. What we consume. What we've been consuming. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Movies we begin with? Uh, or would you start with? Salt. We've been holding this in. I'm ready to burst with salt burnness. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's okay, talk about it. let's break it. I have a whole separate note. Oh, wow. Saltburn. Guys, gagged. Gagged. Absolutely fucking gagged. Gagged. Here's the thing. Here's my main over overarching thing about Saltburn. Yeah. It was fun. I went into it with no expectations. Mm-hmm. I was gagged. Mm-hmm. I, I, I loved it. I was fully immersed. There was not a second that I was bored. Me too. If I had gone in with more information, I probably would have been able to guess some of the plot points a little bit more, you know? It was kind of, mm-hmm. but it was surprising. It, it was, oh, it, it shocked me. It shocked me. me. Yeah, it yeah. shocked me to my core. It caught me off gourd. <laughs> <laughs> it shocked me and caught me off, off gourd. gourd. Yeah. For real. But the thing is, I read, I listened to this other podcast about it because it was like the same thing after we watched Iron Claw where I was like in it. I was like listening to stuff about it. I was like yeah. reading about mm-hmm. it. Like I was in it. And I think people just took it too fucking seriously. Like, because yeah. they were like, oh, if she's trying to make a comment on, like, class and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't really think she is. Like, I think she went into it trying to shock factor. She wanted it to totally. look pretty. She wanted oh, yeah. it to be, like, encapsulating that time period when, like, because I think she like she was in college during that time or something like that. Yeah. You know, like, it, like, for what it was and what I think she was intending to do, it was amazing. Me too. It was nothing deep. Like, if you're looking at it, into it too deeply, like, yeah, it didn't maybe do what, you know, it wasn't trying to make a statement about anything. So mm-hmm. if you went into it thinking that, like thinking that it had a deeper meaning, you would have been like, oh, well, it didn't really do what it was set out to do. But right. if you thought that it set out to just fucking be vibes, it fucking totally was yeah. vibes. Vibes. And, vibes. And I mean, I think there is a, like sort of a class critique there. Maybe it could have been better done, but I still thought it was interesting and thought-provoking. Oh, what a fun. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking, because I talked to my coworkers about this the other day, too, and he was like, I just watched Saltburn, and I'm still thinking about it. And I was like, that was yes. literally me. I watched it, like, for days after, I was like, oh, shocked. my, shocked I, my they really, I mean, the shock factor is there, and we don't, I don't, are we going to spoil things? Mm, Beesh. Mm, well. Well, sure. Sure. I don't give a fuck. I, I'm not going to, like, fully, fully spoil, but I do want to say this. Did you know the grave scene was improvised? Really? I think a lot of it was improvised, I'd heard. Because he originally he was supposed... Okay, this is a spoiler. Apparently, like, in the script, they wanted him to, like, finger the grave. But then on the day sense, of... Though. Yeah, on like, the day of, they were like... Like, Emerald Fel- Fennel... Is that her name? Yeah. Emerald Fennel? Yeah. Told Barry Keoghan. She was like, I think he would unzip. And Barry was like, 
I got no qualms against that. <laughs> no qualms, and he no committed. Qualms. And I want to say, he, did. he fucking committed. That guy always plays the freakiest, weirdest fucking people. Oh my god! Did you the watch? killing of the sacred uh, deer? I yeah. hated that. So that that not, that made me like kind of not like him. But then I watched this one and I was like, he's an incredible actor. He's, amazing. he's so good at playing like creepy, strange, so characters. Good. And why did he like kind of have the riz though? I was like, he did oh, have the riz. He, like he was fucking everyone in that state. I I couldn't believe the like <laughs> sexual manipulation he had over everybody the general manipulation he that was he had over everybody generally it but was crazy. but like the sexual power too i was like damn he's really like making these people submit i know if anything <laughs> like it should be ta- like whatever if people are trying to like you know analyze the depth of like the class and all that stuff what about like the nature of sex and like the power that that has like yeah. no one's talking about that because yeah. that was way more prevalent to me than the class oh, totally. part you know yeah there was a lot of sexually gross shocking things going on yeah okay there. Though, but first of all the grave scene mm-hmm. not that crazy we saw timothy chalamet fuck a peach and no one said a fucking thing you're okay? right like, i mean they did but like whatever you're right i mean it's like but people will fuck actual dead bodies okay and that's fucked up so yeah. like let, let Okay, whatever, let whatever, him fuck whatever. a grave. Let him fuck the dirt. In put a fictional in the dirt. movie. <laughs> let him put his dick in the dirt. Let, let him put his penis into the dirt. Okay. <laughs> so that whatever. The like, okay, it was gross when the period scene, like when he put it in her mouth. Ooh. But like, like I think people are just like sickened by like the sight of like period blood, and it's like okay, fucking grow a pair, like grow up. True. Oh, and then the drain. I mean. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I mean, you gotta do <laughs> what you gotta do. Look, like, for real. Like, okay. Look, I, I mean, wouldn't do that. Jacob Elordi? However, Jacob, and then this is my next topic. <laughs> Jacob Elordi is so hot. Doing bro. things to me. And you know what? <laughs> After seeing. <laughs> the, like, all, the, all the air is like rushed out of my the body. Honk you just <laughs> The honk you just Jacob honked. Lord, he's doing things to me. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Tony continue. just honked, I guys. fully honked. My dude. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a friend when I was younger and she used to be able to, like, do that just, like... On command? Uh, yeah, on command, like, of her own volition. She would just honk and we, like, called it her honk. We're like, do your honk. Do the heart. We're like, do the honk. Uh, anyways. Okay. Upon seeing... Um... Euphoria. I was not attracted to because he Mr. Alordi. played Nate Jacobs a little too well. A little too fucking he's well. An amazing actor, but no one really knew it. Then. No one knew it then. You're right. Yeah. And then, then I saw Priscilla. Another thing I wanted I to mention. That. Yeah, we'll, we'll that was it. great. Um, I liked it. A little bit lacking on the plot, more just vibes, but incredible vibes. And I think Jacob Alordi was outstanding, and he did so much better than Austin Butler's Elvis. <laughs> I didn't see that one either. I actually didn't see it either. I just don't really <laughs> fuck with fucking elvis like that i just know? don't yeah i wouldn't want to watch i just like the the trailer and everything about it, it to bad. me doesn't seem worth no. watching it looks like just like a very cheesy hollywood biopic yeah, you know of course um but it's just funny to me because like austin butler like dedicated his like fucking life to becoming elvis. and then jacob Lurie did it while also doing this movie I know. he had the scripts at the same time and he did elvis like so casually and Damn. yet it was like very Amazing. very convincing yeah wow. and his voice was perfect anyway after seeing that i was like why he kind of and then i saw Saltburn, and i was sexy. like oh my god it was like a thirst trap for him yeah and with the with the eyebrow piercing with the eyebrow oh piercing i never thought an eyebrow piercing you got an eyebrow piercing i want to fuck you wow. okay maybe not everyone but you know <laughs> <laughs> but i do love an eyebrow everybody piercing everybody with an eyebrow piercing is gonna be like <laughs> they're lined oh. up outside their door <laughs> <laughs> they're like down the stairs like <laughs> Downstairs, like, <laughs> when you return. <laughs> um, 
Yes. Yeah. He is fine. He's and so and he's such fine. a good actor and he has like a have you seen that like baby girl jokes about him? Oh yeah, he's a baby girl. <laughs> he's so baby he's girl. So and, baby he, girl. and he really is just he just seems like gentle and kind. I mean oh, obviously we don't know him. Gentle lover. <laughs> seems like a really gentle lover next up yeah saltburn good saltburn's Amazing. so good i watched else? it i already watched it twice a I lot of these movies i've seen twice because i was like these are fucking fire good ass movies coming out Dude, also movies. i have to talk about the dancing at the end murder on the dance floor oh girl i had a perfect put, song i was putting people onto that song after because i saw saltburn before it was on amazon like oh, it was yeah. on theaters mm-hmm. so i was turning i remember i went over to my friend's house and we were making dinner and i was like this is my fucking jam right now because it was in saltburn and everyone's like what's saltburn and i was like oh. guys and i put it on and everyone was like okay and i was like dancing around and then everyone went and saw saltburn and they're like i get it and i was like yeah bitch you fucking slept and i would like listen to it in the gym i'm like i love how you're purporting to be the trendsetter no no it's just the movie but people were like they don't really you know so they're like, okay, it's like a good song, but then once you see Saltburn, oh, like, yeah. you see that scene, it changes like, it. Okay, what the well, fuck? And then it hits so much harder at yeah. the end, like that. You and know, then so. the lyrics are like, describe the movie perfectly. Literally. And yeah. just Barry's fucking confidence. I know. Like, I think that was it, like, just because it was like such a, like, that scene where you're just like at the end, just like watching this, like, what the fuck? I know. Like, so when I played it for my friend in their kitchen, they're like, okay, yeah, good song, but then once they saw it, they're oh like, my God. oh my changes God. changes the meaning with really his does. dick out and everything. Dick free. I, it's just such a funny scene. Though. Whipping like, it around. Flamboyantly, like, I know he's like around the dancing table. Dancing around like, the <laughs> It's so fucking funny. What confidence. I, I really have all kinds of new respect for him as an actor. Me too. And Slice. Jacob Lordy. And Jacob Lordy always. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Our guys, our yeah. boys. What do you think about that American boy? That American cousin. Oh, he was the worst. He, he was not a good actor. Off. He annoyed me, and I don't even think he was I don't really understand his, like... Vi- like, his point. What was his point? Just to be, like, an antagonist, I guess? I guess so. He to was make like, you question. He was just annoying, and he just was... I feel like another person meant to be, like, like whatever. Yeah, I feel like it made you, like, want to sympathize more with Barry's character. Because you're, yeah. like, against yeah. that guy. Because you're all, you're so seeing so everything bad. through Barry's perspective. Yeah. Another Barry? way they manipulate what was you. What his actual name? All, all <laughs> over? <laughs> yeah. Barry. <laughs> I love saying Barry. <laughs> is that the bee's name in the bee movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw Poor Things. You didn't see that. I could talk about that. Yeah, tell me about that. That one was really good, but I, I can't really talk about it without spoiling it for you. A little bit. Like, a little bit. It's not really okay. a spoiler. Ooh, no. I don't know if I want to see it. Should yeah. I? Do you recommend it? I liked it. Okay. Lots of sex. Lots of sex scenes. Like, so much. Because she... Strange. It's basically like Frankenstein, but if it was like kind of like feminist and that like about sex and stuff but it was like at first i was like i don't know if i like this like i was watching it, i was like uh. like i like the vibes because it's like weird and creepy but i was like i don't i don't know but then as mm-hmm. it went on i was like okay actually like it's funny like it started to become funny like once mark ruffalo's character came in i was like okay this mm-hmm. is funny like this is good but the thing is is that so the lady like commits suicide and this doctor who is um what's his name um Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Yeah, the Willem Dafoe. The Willem Dafoe. The Willem Dafoe. He <laughs> finds her body, and he's a brain surgeon or something like that. Or I think he's just a surgeon and, like, a scientist, whatever. Mm-hmm. And basically Frankenstein vibes. And he, yeah. she was pregnant. He oh. takes the baby out. Oh, and the baby was alive? The baby brain, yeah. Okay. Puts it in her brain. Her head. Oh, wow. And she brings her back to life, whatever. Oh, so the thing is, like, kind of, like, her story and, like, her kind of, like, coming of age almost. It's, like, kind of – it's weird. Hmm. But, and it's good. But the only thing I couldn't get over is that, like, you know, she's, find, like, becoming sexually liberated and, like, figuring – like, finding out about masturbation and sex and all these things. But it's, like, she's a child. Yeah, she has the brain of a baby. She has the brain of a baby. 
Well, I mean, now it was, it'd be like a toddler or something, yeah. like a couple of years, but like. Still, like, you wouldn't be thinking about that at, at all as a toddler. Well, no, but then it was just but like. But maybe it was like the environment she was in and because she had a female body, like yeah, a grown and, and female body. looked at her like a female, like a woman. Yeah. And Ooh. so she, so that I like couldn't get over that, like mentally. That is odd. It was still odd. So it kind of like rubbed me the wrong way in that sense where, where I was then like, okay, how is this kind of like, how can this be feminist and about like women's liberation and stuff when and like free will when she's a technically a child is she really able to make those decisions yeah like she's a child yeah so it was just really weird it was really weird but it was kind of giving like kind of corpse bride a little bit besides that the rest of the movie i really liked like the overall Hmm. if that was like wasn't a factor in it it was really good okay yeah that's I mean, I I've heard that. nothing but good things, and the cinematography looked really interesting. Oh my interesting. god, it was crazy. And the costumes yeah. were insane. It seems very, like, fantastical. Like, what world are they in? No, they're just in Europe, but it doesn't give you, like, a time frame. It doesn't, it's very, like, gothic, seems but surreal. also kind of, like, yeah, surrealist. And yeah. Just crazy. It's interesting. Crazy. I would yeah. watch it if it was, like, on a streaming platform. Yeah, you I don't should. think I'd go to yeah. see it. Yeah. I, I My um, next one is the Iron one. Claw. The Iron Fucking oh Claw, god. guys. Oh my god. Whoa, guys. We saw this last night, so it's fresh on the dome. Oh my god. Wow. We went in with no info, thinking... I, I was thinking, this is just gonna be Texas wrestling. I was like, wrestling? Okay, so here's... I mean, I, and I bet, like, if we talked to our parents, they'd be like, yeah, duh, like, the Von Erich brothers. Like, we fucking know. Because it was, like, huge in the 80s, but how am I supposed we to know? We didn't know a damn I was thing. around in the 80s. I didn't know about wrestling. Like, come on. Yes, exactly. How am I supposed to know? So I went in, and I've been doing this. I went into poor things. I went to Saltburn. No, no idea what it was about, it's really. It's a great way. And I was like, okay, you'll be this, shocked. Yeah, this I was a little too shocked. Yeah. I was a little Because what triggered. we really got was... Texas trauma. <laughs> yeah, literally. I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, guys. Um, that movie was emotional torture, but also it was so beautiful and heartfelt and, like... It was so good, Just honestly. really explores, like, family dynamics, especially sibling Similar dynamics. And, and if you know me personally, rocked my fucking shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, sobbing at the end. Yeah. Like, and it, everyone was, but everyone I was, was like, sad. oh, my God. I was, like, sobbing. So I cried in my car more Aww. after. <laughs> It was very, very oh, emotional, and none of us, intense. I think none of us were expecting it, so we were like, and also, because I will the, say- It just kept going. It keeps going. It was like, hit after hit yeah. after hit, and I was like, can I- <laughs> you, can can't get a ca- you can't catch a break yeah. there, and then at the end, they're like, twisting the fucking knife, no, and you're like, really? Yeah. Let me go! <laughs> no, literally. By the end, I was, I was enjoying it so much, but by the end, I was like, okay, I kind of want this to be over, because this is like, really yeah, fucking yeah. hard to but watch. I did, lo- I did love it. And it's then, amazing. And then I watched the Vice thing that you said, and I read an article yes. about it. Wait, they had a sick son? I know. I told you. I, but they, they did really well because I read a part that was like, okay, like it was the director talking about why he decided to take him out because he was like, it was just too much. Like, was I was going to say so much. He was like, we couldn't add another death. Like, we could not. Yeah. So and it would have been a long ass movie too. Yeah. So, but they did a really good job of like the elements of like the hit that other son's story, incorporating it in with, some of the other brothers with, yeah, and their yeah, characters. Yeah. So, like, I think they did a really good job of that, of, like keeping it, you know, because it, it was a movie. Like, it's to entertain. They're gonna kind of dramatize mm-hmm. things. They're gonna, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it has to make a point. It has to wrap up nicely. All these things. So obviously, it has that aspect to it. Yeah. But also, they did a good job of keeping it somewhat accurate for the most part. Like pretty I accurate so. based on what. I, you know, that yeah. Vice video and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think they did a good job with it. I know. I think they did a great job. Like, I was, oh, my God. I'm still thinking about it. 
Zac Efron. Oh my god. Needs every Oscar. That Holy was the best shit. role of his I've ever seen. It was amazing. He did amazing. A, I mean, all of them. All the all the brothers did amazing. Jeremy Allen White, our boy. Yeah. I know. They did but this so is like good. Zac Efron's time to shine. I oh hope he god, gets yes. an Oscar. Me too. For that, is this like nominated or would it count as next year's? I don't know. I don't know what the cutoff is. But yeah, yes. if you have any like family, like especially like sibling trauma or like you definitely know, definitely trigger, trigger warning. warning for like suicide and stuff like that. Like go into it knowing that like. It's fine not to know anything. Like, I love going to a movie without knowing things, but, mm-hmm. like, definite trigger warning for yeah. those types of it's things. It's very so, intense. Yeah, it's... any kind of family trauma. And it keeps hitting yeah. you with the trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, you start off and you're it's like, layered. this is fun, and then you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then it just keeps coming. Yeah, yeah. But right. I did love the 80s vibes. Like, they really oh got you in the feeling God. when they would show, like, the screens of, like, the wrestling thing. Yes. And it was, like, it was so... It was kind of funny, like, too. Was, it was funny. Like, there yeah, was the some parts funny that parts. were good. And Zac Efron's dance moves, Slay. Oh, my God. I that. saw a whole new part of Zac Efron. Um, he's incredible. New part? What did you see? His peepness? He's <laughs> <laughs> peepness now. Well, wait, first no, of all, we about how fucking buff he was. Oh, okay. We were talking about this at work, too, because we were like, gagged. he was unrecognizable. Because even totally. sitting by Jeremy Allen White and the guy who played the brother David, yeah. like, when they were sitting on the bench together, all three of them, I was like, he, he is huge. Like, insane compared to them. And they were beefed up. And like, they were beefed they were, up, yeah. too. Like, what the fuck? He was, like, unnaturally beefed no, up, almost. it was crazy. Like, I, it, just, it almost didn't look real. I, it didn't. Like, the first shot where he's, like, waking up out of bed, I was like, <laughs> I know. Oh, like, is that the Hulk? No, seriously. Hulk Hogan, for sure. He hulked up for he this Hulk film, Hogan. guys. Yeah. Um... Love him. Love him. Yeah, great movie. Okay, okay. I guess I'll end with Eileen. Eileen. Talk about it. I want to I wanna hear. I mean, um, we kind of already did in the car, Yeah, but. I didn't love it. I, I yeah. like the vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also mm-hmm. read the book, and I love Otesha Moshfeg, but definitely not my favorite book of hers. I liked My Year of Rest and Relaxation. The best one. The that best. one is so good and it's funny. It's so fucking good. Because she has that short story one. Yeah. She has Lavona. She has... Eileen, um, and then Death in Her Hands, which I started and I just never really got into. I haven't it. heard great things about that yeah, one either. either so. Yeah. But Eileen was just, it was pretty gross and disgusting. It, like, it's, I, Otessa Moshvig loves her, like, unlikable, unreliable narrator. <laughs> and also gross and disgusting. And gross and disgusting and also unhinged females. And I love yeah. that stuff. But this is, like, too much. And you like, just, there's, like, no, there's really nothing to root for. And it doesn't, mm. there's no, like, point of, uh, there, I don't know. There's nothing like light about it at all. That's kind of what Lavona sounds just like. It's just dark then. and depressing yeah. and, and gross. And gross, yeah. And then it just I don't know the arc, like the the whole like climax of the of the movie and the book is just like not that interesting to me. Mm. I don't know. And that's how yes. I felt about Lavona. Yeah, I guess we can get that. It kind of leads in sure. about like my opinion on that because. Yeah. Unless you had anything else to say about No, that. I just feel like there wasn't really a strong point. I was kind of like, yeah. what was that? That's kind of I feel that <laughs> I just feel, I feel worse after reading that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, ew. Like, well, I, so uh, looking back on it, it's kind of that thing of like, you look, it's almost like rose-colored glasses. Like, oh, maybe I did like it more than I thought. You know, because like, sure. you like want to like it. Like, I want to like it a lot more than I did. Mm-hmm. We're like. Same. Because it's kind of set in this like Middle Ages type town and it's like written in the way that it's kind of comes off as like a fable like it's very just like matter of fact language like very Mm -hmm. straightforward and I think that that like kind of took away from the book like there should have been more like description and there should have been like more I don't know point of view like from like if it was told from a point of view of a character in the book specifically I think it would have been so much better overall like I like the concept of it of like this whole town is just like kind of plagued with like disease and like just bad shit happening and just like 
it's just it's just weird like it's just a weird fucking story it, it just kind of fell flat for that's me. how eileen was too was like i feel like there, this could have been like expanded upon more mm-hmm. in a way that it would have like been more uh like resonant and instead i just have mm-hmm. like some questions left over where i'm like wait what yeah and it really why? Makes think, like how hard it is to like write something that really resonates and that's really yeah. like has an impact like yeah because it's like ugh. you don't even have to tie up loose ends necessarily like yeah not at all really but you still have to like there has to be something about it, it that makes it hit work hard. yeah yeah, yeah like makes it something worth it. about it needs to hit hard right yeah and i just didn't really feel that well, with my year of rest and relaxation does have that i love that book. yeah See, i that, like it too. And that's what i like expected with with going into these other ones especially mm-hmm. since i think lavona is her most recent one I think Did so. that come after? That definitely came after my year of rest and relaxation. I, I don't know where I first falls. Okay, so yeah. that makes sense. But, like, going into Lavona, then I was like, okay. Like, I was expecting, like, to, you know, progressively get better through her career. But mm-hmm. I think she just went for a different style, and it just, like, didn't really vibe with me. I don't think yeah. it really – it could have elevated the story a lot more if she kind of went a different route. Okay, what is next? Should we move into books? Yeah, since I talked about Lavona. Yes! I don't really have a ton. I don't either. A lot. What yeah. do you got? I read this book called, speaking of unreliable, unhinged female main yes, characters. I love it. You're going to like this book. Mrs. March. Oh, my yes. God. This is basically, oh, my, this was so well done on the contrary. It's like this housewife, basically, who I think has, like, paranoid schizophrenia, schizophrenia but it's yeah. never, you know, explicitly said. But she, her basically, her husband is an author, and he writes this new best-selling book, which one of the characters in the book, who's a whore, who's like a nasty, dirty little whore. Wait, an actual whore or a whore? A whore. Like a a No, like a prostitute. Okay, yeah. (laughs) And it's basically the character is based off of Mrs. March. So basically the whole book is her finding this out in the beginning and then spiraling slowly, becoming crazier and crazier. And the way they describe her losing her mind, like you're only in her perspective, it's actually creepy at parts. There were some parts where I was freaked out because she hallucinates and she just gets worse and worse and it's really like it was so hard to stop reading like it was so gripping like i was i was flipping through the pages damn i want to read that i don't want to spoil it but um it's really oh shit i gotta read that because you know i love an unreliable unhinged narrator yes i think it reminds me of the guest kind of like that shit was great where it's just like uh, you're yeah. falling and you're like and you're like what? so tense you're like, yeah you're like anxious for them like yes. oh, what the fuck yeah, yeah I love that but then that you shit. can't stop reading either. I know I love that I love that what else do I read yeah what do you mean about not really a whole lot I have some other ones but I don't really they're not like Obona. super worth mentioning I'm reading the book Bad Behavior by Mary Gateskill right now she's oh, kind of yeah. like a feminist maybe not feminist but like kind of pushing the boundaries type author for her time and hmm. I think this was on it's like I think she, this one came out in the 80s um, it's all, like, New York kind of vibes, but it's all about, like, different relationships. And mm. it's just kind of, like, fucked up and weird at times. And you're just kind of, like... Because it's short stories, right? Yeah, it's short stories. And it's, like, kind of unsettling. But, like, I don't know. It's just so... It's so good. It's mm. just... Like, the, the way she writes is so good. I think you really like it. Anyway, I think we should move on. Yeah. Books done. Okay, TV shows. TV shows. I don't have a lot, but there's something I need to talk about. Tell me. Did you watch the documentary on HBO Max? called the mother god no it's called love has won the cult of mother god i really oh. went down a rabbit hole before i got into my reality tv rabbit hole again when you guys were gone i was watching a lot of cult documentaries and this one because i watched that one too that was um oh was it the twin flames the twin flames yeah so i, I watched that, that one and it was good but then my coworker was like watch this mother god one that i'm watching right now it's three episodes and it was crazy because it's in fucking 
what is it? What's the town in Colorado? It's in Colorado. Oh, it is? Yeah, she, well, it, like, she was here in Colorado. Like, where she died was in Colorado. <gasps> and, and that's not a spoiler, because they literally show it right at the beginning. Her fucking mummified body. It's crazy cold. Like, it's insane. And it really makes you think, like, damn, these people really, like, will, like, if they're in a vulnerable enough state, will believe in anything, anything. and follow anyone who they have a, like, feel like they have a gravitational pull towards or, yeah. like, a connection to. Like, they all fucking all do manipulation. it. It's great. That one was crazy. It's insane. Ooh, so, I yeah. want to watch that because I should. do, I like when it's, like, just, like, three episodes. It's, like, yeah, it's pretty great. easy to digest. Yeah, Ooh. so that shit was so good. And wow. Yeah, so that was, that was a good one. But other than that, I really haven't been watching a lot of TV. But I've been on my movie grind, but not as much Definitely TV. Definitely same. I've been more on my movie grind. Yeah. I did just finish The Last of Us. Which, oh yeah, I never watched that. That's really good. I did. My brother's been fucking nagging me to watch that ever since it came out. Like yeah. every time I would go home and be like, "You want to watch Last of Us? You want to watch Last of Us?" I was like, "Shut up!" Because no. I watched The Walking Dead, and I thought it was just going to be like that, where like yeah. it's just kind of. I mean, The Walking Dead had its good moments, but Lucky, yeah, look, Lucky loved The Walking Dead. Yeah, it, it got good. it definitely got worse over time. I never, yeah, finished it, but yeah, I didn't either. But after a while, it was just kind of like constantly depressing and i was like i don't really want to watch like a widespread pandemic sad yeah thing. but the last of us is so beautiful like really? there is elements of that and it's and it can be really hard to watch sometime and, and also sometimes it's shocking like you're like oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but it's so good and it's like mm. the father like daughter relationship they have is like so oh. sweet it's like very heartfelt and touching and like they they explore a lot of family dynamics in that okay, too shit. and um it's really i understand all the, the hype the hype it yeah. really deserves all the hype and i hope it wins um what is it an emmy something yeah i hope pedro pascal oh my god he's I don't understand people's like attraction to him though. No, like, I'm, I'm not like, really attracted really to him, him, but like I like that. him. I think he's, he's cool, cool. Yeah. and he's funny. Yeah, and he's a great actor. So amazing, definitely yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, it's it's worth your time. It's like amazing. Okay, amazing. shit. What, wait, what is it on? Um, Hulu, Max. Oh, okay, dope. I think. Cool. I hate that I've been conditioned and now I do call it Max. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I sometimes go back and forth, but I don't even know what I say anymore. Did I say Max or did I say HBO? I think I said HBO. Max. Yeah. I do a little bit HBO. of both. I just Why do they HBO. change it? They're so weird yeah, for that. HBO was like iconic as it's being been, like one of the first like, you for know, like, like 30 years. Yeah. Um, I'm also trying to, I'm watching right now the Percy Jackson series on Disney Plus, which only three episodes are out, but that's fun. Fun. Yeah. I'm glad that they're. I think I'd get annoyed with like middle schoolers though. Like yeah. I was already kind of getting annoyed with their acting. It's <laughs> definitely like for children, but yeah. it definitely follows the books better than the movies did, but the movies are still kind of fun. I love the movies. <laughs> so, yes. Amazing. Okay, let's do music and podcast shows. Oh, also I will be saying new Drag Race season this week. I'm oh. so hype. Are you good? Wait, what are was you your top right? songs this year? Um, I want to see that. Many. While we're talking about music. Yes, let me see. I don't even remember. Many. <laughs> don't ask me why by Billy Joel. <laughs> Really that was your that. top song? Yes, girl. Oh, girl. It slaps hard. Don't me why. I really got into Billy Joel this year. I got into a lot of, like, fun, upbeat music. Lovely Rita by the Beatles. I was really on my Beatles shit once again. Holiday Road. Oh, yeah. I know you love Holiday Road, girly. And then more than this, of course, I always listen to that. And yep. The Frost by Mitski. Amazing. So I wear mine. My top is The Beatles, then Mitski, Abba, okay, The Smiths, and Fleetwood Mac. 
Okay, my mine were kind of random. Days Move Slow, Bully. I listened to that album. That was that was my oh, like, one of my top albums of mm-hmm. the year. I love that album. Mm-hmm. Um, Mayonnaise by Smashing Pumpkins. Pages by White Reaper. That was also a good album. Do a Faster Military Gun. That was also one of my favorite albums this year. And then another Bully song, Lose You. Okay, yeah, my top artists, this is no surprise, Twin Peaks has been my top artist for, like, the past six, same with them, I'm like, do I really listen to them that much? Yeah. But I do, anytime I'm, like, feeling sad, or I don't really know what to play, or I, I, I just fucking put on Twin Peaks, they're the yeah. best. Um, Spacey Jane, Pavement, of course, every yep. fucking year, Military Gun, and Smashing Pumpkins. Was I listening to that much Smashing Pumpkins? I know, I Besides, get shocked by mine, too. Yeah, I'm like, there has to be some inaccuracies with that. Yeah, for sure. But I used yeah. to always I used to have I used to always have Lana Del Rey in my top five and this year I didn't. Wow. But Speaking I love of her. Lana Del Rey. I've been getting into her. I know, finally. And I listened to what is it? Don't you know there's a bridge? What is it? There there's a tunnel under Ocean oh, Boulevard. A bridge. <laughs> Such a funny title. Don't you know there's a bridge <laughs> under <laughs> the boulevard? Don't you know there's a bridge, bitch? <laughs> but yeah, great album. Oh, I honestly so loved it. And now I'm getting more into her and I'm like, oh my god, am I becoming Julia? You should. <laughs> you should be becoming me. You're running and I'm listening to Lana Del Rey. It's like, who Whoa. are we? No, Lana no, Del Rey is great. I, I started listening to her because I listened to another one of my favorite podcasters, Yossi Salik from Bandsplain. She did an episode on Mazzy Star and she had this other yes. girl who was a writer for – You do. It's so mm-hmm. good. She was a writer for, I think, like Rolling Stone and like a bunch of different places. And she's like a huge Lana Del Rey fan. They both are. And they were kind of talking about – the influence of like Mazzy Star, even like you, you can mm-hmm. hear that in Lana Del Rey a little bit, like yes. just Hope Sandoval's vocals mm-hmm. and her style of singing. Um, so I was like, maybe, I sh- maybe I would like Lana Del Rey. Like she is one with the girlies, you know. Like she's she totally for the is. girlies. So then I started listening. I was like, Monkey, it's great. It is great. Yeah. I, I I'm more of like a like a vintage Lana Del Rey stand. Like I in high school, I was obsessed with Born to Die and mm-hmm. Ultraviolence, which are her yeah. two first albums yeah she's amazing so cinematic and yeah she just has so many songs it's like it's kind of a lot amazing voice but an amazing voice and you're right it is very much like mazzy star Mm -hmm. and very dramatic and you're like you're really in her world yeah she draws you into her world like like no other artist i know yeah it's beautiful really creates an atmosphere um on that same note mitski oh that album is really good yes the land is inhospitable and so are we that came out this year oh so good. I really listened to good. that so much this fall, but it's very much a winter album. Like there's like the frost and mm-hmm. when memories snow and just the vibe is so like kind of like a like driving through. It reminded me of being home because it reminded me of like driving through the plains. Mm, it has like because nice. it's like a burning. I'm gonna be honest. I've that's kind of a honky tonk. I've to only it. listened to it in the store. I've I've listened to it through all the way through probably three or four times. But only in there. But only in the shop. So it's like yeah. I haven't really sat down with it. Okay. Um, same with the Hosier album. I didn't really like oh, I it. Did. I didn't listen to the Hosier because album Because I – and everyone's like, you got to listen to it. Like, listen to it. I listened to it in the shop and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just didn't really like it. And maybe that's just because the vibe of like, I don't want to fucking be listening to this sad shit while I'm working. But I don't – You're not I'm really not, a sad music girl. I'm really not. And I am. I don't know. I'm more, I'm more like rage. Yeah, like, I want it fucking loud. I'm yeah. like fast. Like, that's what, yeah. and that's the type of shit I've been on. Yeah, you're like like bumping. always. Yeah. yeah. So – um, no, this one definitely is her, like, her slowest album, mm-hmm. but I think it's the album that's, like, the most cohesive that she has. Like, all of her albums mm-hmm. are great, and she does have more, like, upbeat, fast stuff that I think yeah, you'd like. Yeah, there's some of the shit you guys, because I'm not a huge Missy girly either, but some of the shit you guys played me after we went to oh, the, yeah. the listening party, I was like, she has okay, a very, she has a lot of range. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I could, I She's, could like, so this. musically, musically complex. Yeah. And she's just weird. She's just a weirdo. She's a little weirdo. And I love her. She kind of gives Bjork a little bit. Totally. Like, in terms of, like, she's a little bit weird, just, and... 
her character and also just like her music her and music. she branches out into a lot of different genres and styles yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, you can't really like define her. her. Down. Yeah, right? you can't. She's yeah. amazing. So love that album. And then I put yeah. Murder on the Dance Floor. <laughs> <laughs> we, know, we know about Murder on the Dance Floor. <laughs> yeah, I, we, for work we did our top albums of the year Ooh. and we had them like online at our website so I, I was thinking a lot about it. But I feel like I, now that I have had more time to think about it, there's some I'm like, I should have put that on there. I should have that. You know, but yeah. I just don't really think of it. But yeah, I have some... Lots on there. What else? The Deeper album is great. Feeble Little Horse album. That I was listening to all of last year. Feed a Little Horse? Feeble Little Horse. Oh. You know, I played some songs for you. You've definitely heard them in the car with me and stuff. Um, Feed a Little Horse. Feed a Little Horse. <laughs> um, but yeah, Girl with Fish. The Spiritual Cramp album was good. I liked the new Shame album this year. New JPEG Mafia was good. There was a lot of good stuff for music this year. I'm not going to lie. And then lots of remasterings that were crazy too. Like the, the Tim remastering. The In Utero remaster, mm. the Last Splash remaster. Amazing shit. Wow. It was really a good year for music. It oh, was. the Blonde Shell album, that was also good. Yeah. Fucking slaps. Slay. That's that's all I gotta say good about year. that. And some good stuff coming up this year too. I'm excited for the new mannequin pussy album, and then I'm mm. seeing them. Do you have any concerts coming up? No. Yeah, not on the horizon, really. But I do wanna see. Well, this is changing it completely. But I want to see all of us strangers. Oh yes, I'm as a movie. Forward to yeah. Oh my god, yeah. so gay. The most gay trailer I've ever seen. Gayest. Pet Shop Boys. Come on, if you're playing a Pet Shop Boys song, gay, gay, gay. And it's Paul Mescal. Oh my god, it looks and I so love him. good. And it looks in- interesting too. Like he goes back to his parents who we thought died. Like, they they is- are. I think they are dead. And he had. It's, it's just like memory. him. It's like he's going. Like it's he's like him just like like reconciling, kind of, yeah, reconciling with oh, their death. Fuck, I didn't That's why I've heard it's way. like I've heard it's like, it, like really it's really trailer, emotional. You're like, what? yeah, it's kind of confusing. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's like all just like an, an oh, illusion. I haven't heard anything about it. I just saw the trailer and I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that comes out in January. Definitely want to see that. Also, this comes out in like two days. Yeah. There's this new Netflix movie about the Andes plane crash. Oh my god, we gotta watch that. We love. We that have shit. to watch that because oh. I. Th- if you guys know me. That's like my, I hate to say this, but Roman it's my romance. <laughs> <laughs> the Andy's <laughs> the Andy's is my Roman Empire. It is so <laughs> interesting. If you guys have never heard of it, I'm not, I, I'll do a separate episode about it because there's just too we much should, to fucking yeah, talk about. It's crazy. But this one looks good because it's actually in Spanish because they made oh. one about it in the 90s with yeah. Ethan Hawke, oh. which is okay, but it's just, you know, weird. Oh, so it's, it's like a movie movie. Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought it was like a documentary. No, it's it's like a movie movie oh, and shit. it's produced, I don't know who produced a it or anything, movie? but it's but it's Spanish. It's in Spanish. Oh and I was God. like, yes, because it's fucking supposed to be because it yeah. it takes place in Chile. The, yeah. Chile. And they're and Uruguayan. Andes. Yeah. Is that how you say Uruguayan? They're from Uruguay. Uruguay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a weird, this is a weird play on words that work today too. This is so funny. So the video room is like across from like the service counter. Mm-hmm. I go to the service counter and Travis and our other coworker were in like across the way. And Travis, it, he does, he like pages and he's like, hey. And I pick it up and I'm like, what? And he was like, Harrison said that we should call you Elton John because you're little and you're gay. <laughs> no, he was like, because you're gay or something like that. Or like, and my name's Elton. He's like, because you're gay. And I was like, well, I'm only a little bit gay. Well, he's like, no, I said, I'm only a little gay. And he's like, well, do you mean like you're a little gay? Or like, are you just a little gay? <laughs> and I was like, both. Yeah. So funny, like play on words. That is so funny. But yeah, anyways, Andy's Elton no. Tong. Elton Tawny. <laughs> Elton Tawny. <laughs> Elton just walked in. Hey, Elton Tawny. But, but yeah. Benny and the Jets. What so if you just, good. You should just 
You should just do an Elton John cover band. <laughs> <laughs> just me. <laughs> Benny and the Jets. No, so I couldn't, couldn't get that Elton vocal range. Tawny. Um, um, yeah, that's, that's, those are the two movies I'm looking forward to. Yeah, me too. I don't know what else is coming. I, I really didn't do a lot of looking forward to stuff. No, that was pretty much it. Oh, yeah. we didn't mention podcasts. Oh, yeah. I haven't really found anything, like, super new, but. I've been on well, maintenance phase. Yeah, I've been, yeah. I haven't just been great. listening to that one as much, but I, I, this summer I listened to that one a lot. This mm-hmm. past summer. It was good. And then Appreciate. Michael Hobbs, who slays, Love by him. the way, because he was also in You're Wrong About. Yeah. He has another one called If Books the Could book Kill. Yeah. Wait, were we talking about that? I don't know if I talked about it with you, but I only recently started listening to that because I found it through maintenance phase, that. and that's really funny. Yeah, I want to. I want to because they that. just roast the fuck out of like self help books that are oh just trash. God, like they yes. talked about like Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Oh my god! All these terrible books, and it's really really. Oh good. my god! I love Michael to that. Hobbs. Love Michael Hobbs. What's the other lady's name? She's cool too. I don't know her name, but she slays. She slays. Excellent journalists. Yeah, they are. They are amazing. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to the Hard Lore podcast. What's this that? is um the guys from it's Colin Young from God's Hate and Twitching Tongues, and then this guy named Bo who's from the band Harm's Way. There's just like hardcore bands, and they just have like people. It's they're they're so fucking funny. Like they should they say it's so funny. I'll be like cracking up like <laughs> out loud. They're just hilarious. And some episodes are like so stupid. Like they have this like. They, they won, they, like, ranked, like, fast food places. But then they have, like, Lars Fredrickson from, like, Rancid come on and then, like, talk about, like, stories from, like, his time on tour and, like, all the stuff where they had, like, Cat Moss from Scowl come on. And she and that's what inspired me, like, to start a band. I was, like, she was talking about her band and just, like, how she just kind of started it and she, like, didn't really have any other experience before that. And I was, like, you know what? Yes. This is empowering. So they just have, like, people on. They're fucking hilarious. And it's just all about hardcore music. So if you like hardcore music listen to it i love that about podcasts that like they could just be talking about like a random subject or like have someone on and then it can like change your life no seriously <laughs> i love podcasts because it just I introduces you to something yeah that's what i'm so trying to funny. do with this like come on yeah i want our podcast to grow this I year hope we are that way for y'all <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. here we are um hope you guys enjoyed yeah that. let us know what your favorite pop culture things this past year were what yeah. you're looking forward to what you're digging right now we yes. want it all email us follow us on, follow us on the gram Follow us on TikTok. New TikTok just new dropped. Talk. Yeah, new TikTok just dropped. New talk. <laughs> new talk just dropped. Yeah, so follow us on there. We're really, we're going to have a Patreon coming soon with some video content. Wait, what is the TikTok name? It's also Pop Culture. Perfect. Pop Culture Pod. And then the email is thepopculturevulturespod at gmail.com. Yes. So write us. We All love right. you guys. Love we're excited you guys. for this year. And we'll see you for a real full length, full length. normal Pop Culture Vultures episode very soon next week yeah or whenever yeah I'm lost and confused (laughs) (laughs) as well (laughs) okay Bye. bye bye